another international break is over and we are done with anything concerning representing your nation at least for the next six weeks between now and AFCON because that is the time we have before the international break comes unfortunately we cannot wait till maybe March before we see some international break again AFCON is here and the likes of Salah, the likes of Onana will be going to represent their countries however a lot of players did well for their individual nations uh, we had um, a lot of noise going on for um, Darwin Nunez who apparently scored in both matches and some other players who did well for their country I saw I think I saw the highlight of um, um, Argentina Brazil where Argentina won Brazil for the first time um, in like a, the qualifiers work of qualifiers then let's not talk about my country Nigeria that we refused to win one of our two home games with drawing boats at home and we so whatever man oh, welcome to the FPM on podcast show this is the FPM on speaking um, we are here once more to talk about what to expect ahead of game week 13 as we approach um a new game week we have about you know i said before we have about six weeks ahead of us so let's get into this right now so as a way of starting you guys know i always start with my team i just go back and remember what we did in the last time and what we finished with so last game week was particularly interesting for me um i got a total of 98 points 98 points with a game rank of 45,000, and i moved from the top 200k to top 100k so i'm like 77k rank and that is huge for me considering that um Usually, my aim is to get towards the 100k at the end of the season, and I'm already in that bracket at this point. So, it's a good news. But however, we need to work on that and improve our position, staying there. Um, top performance from last time was Salah, who scored a brace um, against Brentford. Haaland, who also scored a brace. Cole Palmer, Bowen, who I brought in for Madison at the time. And Simikas, who I did not bench, unlike some that bench Simikas. I apologize for you guys. Honestly, it's quite unfortunate that um, it happened that way. But I got Simikas 15 points, and those were the major key players. I, I think one of the major matches, or one of the matches that made a lot of noise last time, was the Chelsea vs City game. Um, Kopama scoring penalty, Haaland with a brace, um, Sterling also scoring against his former club, Man City. But it was a, it was a high scoring game. In fact, I think when experience when I experienced watching that game, I was like, I've not seen a game of this nature since like the early two thousand two thousand and three four five six, where you see Liverpool and Man- Manchester United going at each other, you know, consistently. Usually, it's always one sided, but uh, it was interesting to watch. It. In fact, for the neutral fan, I'm sure they enjoyed their experience. And uh, most of most people are calling it the game of the season. And I think actually it might be one of those games that you can call game of the season. Let's see how this season pans out, anyways. So back to FPO. Um, I always try to make this episode short, but we have a few questions we need to touch before we wrap it up in about fifteen minutes. Um, number one. Is it worth bringing in Palmer now? And if you didn't bring him like since game week 9, 10 for or the last four weeks, is it worth bringing Palmer now? Um, what do we do about the injuries? We have a few flag, flag players. Some players are flagged. With the um, yellow flagged, with possible injury issues, I might not start the weekend. We have Haaland with an ankle injury, Bowen with a new in, knee injury, Onana with a shoulder injury, or, or calf. Okay, there's another Onana 
of Everton who has a calf injury. We have Gusto knee injury, Kovacic also has a muscle injury. Udogie might not also be available as a muscle injury. Ederson had a foot injury that he missed out, almost missed out on the game against, um, he considered during the game against Chelsea, Mitoma with the knock might not be available. Elanga, Nunes, Semedo, Maginz, Collins, Longstaff, Awoni, Antonio, um, even Ogbene of Luton Town, so many injured or injured ish players, we don't know the status of if they'll be fit or not. So, I would have loved to speak on this, but we need to see the pressers coming out either later today and tomorrow. So, I'm not really sure how we'll address the injuries for now, but I think that's the major issue. So, the question we have this week is one, um, is Upama bot bringing in now? After we, I mean, after those that missed out on him for due to penalty taking, and you know, we know he's on penalty duty, we know he's he's more efficient at his price as 5.2. He still wants to get, you understand, he's one of the most brought in players, close to 300,000 um, transfers so far, and he's close less than 10% ownership, so it's still differential at this stage. So, is he what bringing in Palmer? Number one question, I think, yes. Um, it's, I think, is he bringing in Palmer because of his price tag? Because under 6.5, under 6 million, under 5.5 million. Palmer is an easy route to easily get funds to bring in your Salas, your, your Haaland. You can't fit in your team. You understand? He gives you the extra budget and he's on form. He's on penalty taking for penalty duty for for Chelsea. And I don't think I have any other thing to present to back him up. He's basically on form. Um, the only question I've seen some managers ask online is basically, um, with Nkuku almost arriving back, will Palmer still be a starter or will he be on penalties? Okay, as I would say so far, so good. When Chelsea signed Nkuku, they were not really sure where to fit him in. He was looking like he was going to be the nine. Sometimes he will play as a false nine or a ten behind, um, behind Jackson during the preseason where he said he somewhat preferred to play and sometimes he played on the left during preseasons and this was the same preseason that Nkuku got injured now he's coming back obviously he's going to get some you know, his minutes um straight he's going to get more minutes however uh, um Chelsea seems to have gotten a little bit of better shape with um Jackson um Sterling and Palmer in the front three sometimes Gallagher playing as a 10 or just just behind one of the forwards so question is where does Koko fit in when Palmer return I would say um I don't think it will affect Palmer's minutes Palmer is very good as at E10 as well but he has gotten more venture on the right wing for Chelsea um ever since his first I think start or so against Burnley where he got 12 points and I don't think you bench your best player for one that is not barely fit and has not really shown himself on the stage yet like Palmer has so in terms of penalties I don't think Palmer will be off penalties I think he proved himself against Man City last week when he scored a very sick penalty against Man City and um, I think 4 out of 4 penalties is enough to prove that you are consistent and even Kuku maybe argues for it one day fair but I don't think he will, Palmer will be taking off entirely he has solidified himself as the penalty taker for Chelsea so that's the question for Palmer and I think I've answered that the next question will be on Darwin Nunes um, in, in international form Liverpool fans predict him and Jota with Salah to start against Man City that reminds me Man City Liverpool actually have the first game coming up on Saturday Saturday 12.30 game 12.30 um, 
West um in British time and one thirty West um, West African time here. So we have a big game and we have the Hollands as a Salas facing each other. So with this on form international form, is it not worth bringing in? I would say yes, but I will not say I won't say is a must have because many of us will not have that funds to bring him in. Like for example, I have Watkins. Will I want to sell Watkins for? Um, Nunes, maybe before they play Man City and Arsenal, but for now, I don't think so. And, uh, I mean, Man City is not like our defense is, um, as a City fan, it's not like our defense is impenetrable. You considered for last time, like it's Chelsea and we're playing Liverpool as Spurs. So it's not like Nunes will not get behind the goals. Salah definitely has a good scoring record against Man City, very good goal scoring record. Um, so, uh, I won't say, you might not bring Nunes, but be sure he's going to start because Klopp has a way of not starting him when you expect him to start. So, I mean, if you can gamble that, fine. But, um, yes, um, he might be worth bringing in from even Oli Watkins at this point. So, but probably because of value on Oli Watkins, I won't want to sell. But he's worth bringing in based on international form. Then, last question is, what do we do about the flag players? There's nothing we can do, honestly. We just have to wait for some international, for some pressers. Um, I haven't forgot to add Matikash to the list, but I heard he was okay. So, I mean, there's nothing we can do till we see some concrete news. So, concerning Game Week 13, looking at my team so far, this is the team review now, concerning Game Week 13, um, I have about three flag players out of the 9, 10, 11 players I called out. I'm not sure. Um, I have about 11 players, 3 players, sorry, that are flagged. So, uh, Bowen, Bowen is flagged and um, Haaland is flagged as well and Matikash is flagged. Now, my initial thoughts were, sell Matikash, bring in with James. However, this James is not 100% himself. I mean, he's getting back there. And this is the same with James I brought in the beginning of the season and sold him for a minus four. Then I don't want history to repeat itself because of Rich James' injury record. It doesn't replace the full 90 minutes, which is somehow good. I mean, if he gets a clean sheet during that time and Chelsea is clean sheet, get busted. Um, I think what's making me consider James is probably because of his record against um, um, Newcastle in the last time he played. He was available to play Newcastle away from home. And it's called the brace. I think I like the idea of that. However, there's so many defensive issues I have because Kai Walker is also there facing and uh, Man- um, Liverpool and Simicas is actually starting for me against Man City. So I'm not sure I'm about to say a lot of clean sheets. So I don't know if bringing in James is a solid option considering that um, Chelsea good features don't really turn out very good to game 16 where they play Everton, Chelsea, um, Sheffield United, Wolves and we have some green features there. Um, the Brighton game and Manchester United game are not really that hard but it looks like it's very hard on paper. So um, currently I am not moved to take any, take any, make many, make any transfer except I see something concrete on Maybe Bowen being out or Haaland being out. I might not even say Haaland. I can't say Haaland. I have to maybe bench him. Ah, so much to think of. So much to think of. I'm not sure what I'm going to do at the moment, but I know the only possible move I had in mind at the point I was actually tempted to do was taking out cash and bringing in James. So we'll see how that pans out. Um, 
this is what my team looks like so far. So team review, team review. I'm starting Ariola ahead of Pope because he's placed in Chelsea, and I know Palmer might score penalties. So yes, Ariola starts. Hopefully, he can get keep a clean sheet. He's playing Burnley. Burnley are last on the table, so fingers crossed he can keep a clean sheet. Mati Cash, Liverpool, um, Kai Walker, and Simikas. That's my defense so far, and. I'm not expecting a lot of clean sheets here, to be honest. One or two points is going to basically cut it. Then in the midfield, I have Diaby, Bowen, Palmer, Musala, uh, and Son. I'm tempted to move out Son to Saka in the coming weeks because Arsenal have some good games coming and I have no Arsenal representative in my team. Um, or maybe I won't bring in an Arsenal defender. Who knows? In the front three, Oli Watkins and Haaland with the captain and band. While on the bench, I have Pope benched. Um, Newcastle, I still have recovered from a lot of injuries, so I'm not sure Pope clean sheets will be there. Though he makes a lot of saves, but I'm not sure if he keep a clean sheet against Chelsea. But anything can happen. It's a football game, right? Anything can happen. So Archer first sub, Bear second sub, and Igor or Igor, the last substitute there. So that's my full team review and um. That's all I have to see ahead of game 13. I mentioned that this will be only 15 minutes long, so we are going to end it right now. If you have any questions concerning your team, you are not sure of which player to bring in, um, probably you have about seven players that are flagged. <laughs> Send it to me. I might figure out a way of what you could do into this match day. At this point, a free hit save might be considered at this point. A free hit might be considered. But as I said, we have about... Um, 42 days of football where we'll have eight game weeks that's six weeks so much much is coming ahead of us much much coming ahead of us there's club world cup there's um carabo cup that might affect some pictures we don't know what to expect so as i said if you have any questions concerning your team feel free to message me on twitter or x at the fpm manner same goes to instagram i'll try and be active on instagram as well and i'll be able to answer your questions do have a blissful gimmick ahead um lastly uh, we'll be doing the Champions League Fantasy coming up on Monday very soon. So you can also be sending your questions before then. Um, yes, so that'll be all for now. Have a nice game week ahead. Bye-bye. <laughs>